turning unwanted white fat into good fat. We'll talk about that research next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. Claudio Villanueva. He's assistant professor in the Department of Biochemistry and an investigator in the Center for Diabetes and Metabolism at the University of Utah. He was just awarded a grant from the National Institutes of Health to investigate fat biology with an eye towards developing innovative approaches to the obesity problem. Dr. Villanueva, your work is looking at differences between white fat and brown fat. I think a lot of people may not really know what brown fat is. Can you talk about that? Sure. Um, So there are two different types of fat cells um, that are known as white and brown fat. And uh, the white fat is probably most known to people because the white fat cells can store lots of energy. Um, when you consume excess calories, that extra energy goes to your white fat cells and it's stored as lipids. And over time, these white fat cells increase in size and they also uh, increase in number. Um, and so they're the ones that you would sort of point to when you look at somebody that's obese or overweight. They have lots of white fat. Um, brown fat, on the other hand, its function is to generate heat, to use that lipid and turn that chemical energy into heat. And this process consumes a lot of energy. So brown fat, that's is that something that you and I have normally? Yeah, so adults have brown adipose tissue, uh, some more than others. Uh, there is this correlation that obese individuals have less brown adipose tissue, and individuals that are lean tend to have more. Um, and so there's this correlation with obesity and diabetes as well, where individuals that are, are protected against uh, diabetes tend to have more brown fat. So brown fat is kind of a, a good fat in a way. That's right. Part of your project is to investigate how to convert white fat into brown fat, right? First of all, um, wh- why would you want to do that? So if we can uh, turn on mechanisms that switch the balance from energy storage to energy expenditure, then this could be a therapeutic target to combat obesity. And um, there are uh, these other types of fat cells called uh, beige fat cells. And they behave just like brown fat cells. They're thermogenic. Um, They consume lots of energy. But typically, they appear in the white adipose tissue or the white fat cells after prolonged cold exposure, so several days of cold exposure. If, if your goal is to, to turn white fat cells into beige fat cells, um, I, I, I imagine first what you need to do is understand what, what goes on within the cell in order for the, to make that happen. What, what do we know about that? What have you found out? So we've been interested in understanding how different types of fat cells are programmed. And we found uh, an auxiliary factor that works with a central transcription factor that makes all fat cells. And this auxiliary factor programs cells to become white fat cells. Um, And it turns out that this auxiliary factor, um, if you inhibit it, if you knock it out in mice or you delete it in mice, I should say, um, this results in a switch from storing energy to burning energy. And um, this results in the appearance of more beige adipocytes. And so the way that we're thinking about this is if we can uh, find ways to inhibit this molecule, it's called TLE3, we might be able to shift the balance towards energy expenditure and have more beige adipocytes. So, so where, where are you taking this research now? 
So we're trying to understand the molecular interaction between this uh, auxiliary factor, TLE3, and another factor called PRDM16. PRDM16 is important in making brown fat cells. And we have some evidence that uh, TLE3 is able to inhibit the activity of PRDM16. And so these auxiliary factors are talking to one another, in a, in a sense. And this crosstalk, um, may, uh, understanding how this crosstalk is occurring, we may be able to identify ways of uh, inhibiting that negative interaction between TLE3 and PRDM16. And to do that, we really need to understand how this molecular interaction occurs. Uh, we've also identified a new player that may be able to uh, disrupt this interaction in cells. And uh, this uh, uh, factor is called AES. And it's induced uh, with prolonged cold exposure in rodents during the time when these beige adipocytes appear. And so what we think might be happening is that AES is turned on to prevent interaction between these two auxiliary factors and allow the activation of the uh, beige program. So what have, what have you seen in mice so far? What, what kind of manipulations have you done and which one sort of makes the, the biggest impact? So um, one of the impacts that we've seen uh, so far is that in mice that lack TLA3 and adipose tissue, we see pockets of these beige adipocytes. And so um, now what we're doing is studying the physiological consequence of that. We know that beige adipocytes consume glucose and lipids. And so if they consume glucose, we might be able to see effects on glucose metabolism, which has implications for diabetes. Mm. And so one of the findings um, that we've had is that these knockout mice have uh, improvements in glucose when uh, we challenge them with a prolonged cold exposure. The ultimate goal is to get, I, I would imagine, the best conversion to, from white fat to beige fat. As far as um, developing therapeutics, um, the way that we're thinking about it is that um, it's oftentimes easier to make uh, a drug that will be able to inhibit the pathway rather than activate. Um, and so since we know that TLA3 is able to inhibit this uh, uh, beige program, um, the idea would be to inhibit the actions of TLA3. And um, we're um, starting to uh, develop assays to be able to do that and to search for drugs to disrupt this interaction. And so um, I think there, there are going to be two ways to do this effectively, and one way is to reprogram the cells, and the other way is to stimulate these cells. They need to be activated, uh -huh. and so typically they're activated with cold. I see. Um, or they can be activated with uh, drugs that activate the beta-3 adrenergic receptor. I see. And so um, one way to do this is if you could find sort of combinatorial therapies that would reprogram cells and then also activate these cells, then you have highly um, active beige fat cells that are metabolizing glucose and metabolizing lipids. Mm -hmm. The average American puts on about a pound of fat which is around 3,500 3, calories. A pound of fat per? Per year. Per year. Yeah, <laughs> per year. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> a pound of fat doesn't sound like a lot in a year, mm -hmm. right? And if you break down those 3,500 cal cal 3, calories over days, it's about 10 calories a day. 
mm-hmm. that you're consuming in excess of what you're um, burning, right? And so if you can have small effects on energy mm. expenditure, which would uh, consume those calories, you might be able to prevent the average weight gain that most Americans have. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.